let's just give it another try here. Okay. I think the rain is kind of blocking it. Yeah. No, I'm afraid that won't work either. Look, we're going to need more power to run the rest of this equipment. Right. John, why don't you run into town and see if we can get a portable generator, maybe from a hardware store, something like okay. that. And I'll wait here for Dr. Brooks. Okay, Cliff. Um, yeah, I'll get Janice, since Bill seems to be busy with those rubbing. Uh, why don't you get some, uh, some takeout for dinner? Yeah, yeah. How about some pizza or something like that? And keep the receipts. Okay, yeah, we'll see you in about, uh, wait. Is that a car coming? Yeah. You think that's her? I sure hope so. I'd really like to get started tonight. Yeah. Dr. Brooks! Yes! Dr. Brooks! God, uh, thank the powers that be, I finally made it. With all this rain, some of the roads around here are flooded out. Yeah, we're starting to worry. We thought maybe something had happened to you. Well, there was also a big holdup at the border. Every single car was being searched. It seemed like they asked a million questions. Well, we're glad to see you. Yeah. Everyone is anxious to begin observations tonight. I'm Clifford Smythe, and this is John Ashman. Hi, Hi. Nice a pleasure. You. So, what have you got done so far? Are we going to be ready for this evening? Well, we hope so. John was just on his way to town to pick up the last of the supplies. Yeah, and I better be on my way if I'm going to make it in town all this rain. We'll have to talk later, Doctor, if you'll excuse me. Certainly. Uh, we also have two interns from Toronto, Bill and Janice. They're over by the large mausoleum. I see. Yeah. No, who's that with them? Yeah. Oh, that's Wilford Fleischer. Yeah. He's the caretaker of the cemetery. Yeah. You'll definitely want to yeah. talk to him. He's quite the character. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Fleischer! Yeah. Uh, could you come here for just a moment, please? Uh. He's not too happy about all the, all the attention, so... Watch yourself just a little bit. Okay. Uh, what do you want now? Mr. Fleischer, uh, I'd like you to meet Dr. Hallie Brooks, our supervising researcher from the States. Uh-huh. Uh, it took you long enough to get here? Yes, it did. Mr. Fleischer, we'd like to thank you for your cooperation in our studies. Uh, I don't really have that much to say about it. It's your next, anyhow. Well, what do you mean by that? Mr. Fleischer's referring to our ghost. Oh, uh, Dr. Brooks, Bill Thomas. That's right. You cut all your throats, man or oh, woman. He don't care. The story goes that Kate Tormentine had a crazy barber around the 1890s. Seems he liked to turn his razor on young girls, giving them some very close shaves. Oh. <laughs> yes, well, his fourth and final victim managed to survive his attack long enough to name him as the killer. Now, he hung for the crimes after his guilt was confirmed, but the grand irony is that he's buried here, just a few meters away from the girl. Aye, and his ghost chases her each night, trying to avenge himself on her for making him swing. It ain't safe here after midnight. Don't say I didn't warn ya. There are some areas of the human mind, and indeed of the world we live in, that were never meant for investigation. There are always those who delve into the darker worlds of knowledge, and many pay with their sanity for their interest. Some of these unfortunates are taken in by the Hayward Foundation, an organization that studies paranormal experiences and their effects on humanity. 
It is cases such as these that are sent to a restored mansion in a small coastal town in Maine, a center for the care and study of the insane. Since the 1920s, this place has been known as the Hayward Sanitarium. Well, I think everyone is in place, Doctor. We've got all the machines calibrated and John is in the van with the monitors. I guess it's just a matter of waiting now. This part always reminds me of fishing in a way. I guess that we are, huh? Fishing, huh? Now that's a strange comparison. I've never been on a ghost hunt cliff. I guess I'll just have to take your word for it. Do I detect a note of cynicism in your voice, Doc? You wouldn't be a skeptic now, would you? Well, I'm a scientist, Cliff. I'll start believing when I find proof. It's going to take some solid facts and real evidence before I buy into campfire tales. So tell me, have you ever caught anything? Huh? Got any good fish stories? I have seen some things that you wouldn't believe. But I suppose that if you try hard enough, you'll be able to discredit all of my research as natural phenomena in one way or another. Well, probably so. But can you tell me that after working with the Foundation this long, you still remain an ironclad disbeliever? Well, I wouldn't be here if I didn't feel there are some real questions to be answered. The whole goal is to determine if those phenomena really are supernatural or just the product of the psyche. So what do you think, Cliff? You believe in ghosts? I'm here, aren't I? Scott, what was that? Oh, God. Uh, quick, give me the walkie-talkie. Turn on the floodlights. Janice, are you there? Janice, come in. Over. Hello. Janice. Hello. Janice! Yeah, I found her, Hallie. We're in the southeastern quadrant of the graveyard, by the Johnson Mausoleum. Which one is that? The one with the basalt statue of Mary in front of it. Have Bill get the first aid box from the van, too. Janice sprained her ankle. All right, I'll see to it. We'll be there in a second. Why the hell were you running around in the dark? Well, I know it sounds stupid, but I got frightened while I was checking the cameras. I heard a noise that sounded like laughter, and I just freaked out or something. Well, that's not so stupid considering where we are, but you might not want to go sprinting off next time you hear a strange noise. It doesn't look like I'll be sprinting anywhere for a while. Mm, yeah, it's sprained all right. Here they are. Are you okay, Jan? How'd you end up here? Most of the cameras are on the western section of the cemetery. I kind of got spooked by a noise and I took off running. That was a stupid thing to do, Janice. You really need to be a bit more objective if you plan on going anywhere in the sciences, especially in parapsychology. Yes, Dr. Brooks, I'm sorry. Hey, it happens. No one expects you to be the perfect scientist on your first assignment. Just be more careful. Well, Bill, why don't we get on either side of the lane one and help her back to the van. We need more light if we're going to wrap this up right. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay. Ready, Jan? One, one two. two. Take it easy. Good afternoon, Hayward Sanitarium. May I help you? 
Hello, Agnes. This is Dr. Brooks. Can you put me through to Dr. Chandler? Certainly, Doctor. Dr. Chandler, Dr. Brooks is on line two. Thank you. Hello, Hallie. What a pleasant surprise. How are things in Canada? The project's going pretty well, I suppose. One of my interns sprained her ankle last night. Apparently she got frightened by an owl or something. Yeah, so she took off running. Exactly. <laughs> How are things on your end of the wire? Well, just fine. Most of the staff are gossiping about Atwater's interview with Maria Casador. Apparently Fawkes couldn't hypnotize her, so he asked our wunderkind for some help. What did Atwater do? Well, he managed to hypnotize her with some trick he learned at Oxford. Something to do with oscillating light patterns. Very new, not too ethical, but it paid off. Maria told a real whopper about ancient vampires owning corporations and escaping nightly to drink blood from cops. I bet Gordon was pleased about the breakthrough, even if it is such weird stuff. Well, that's the understatement of the year. I bet Miss Casador is pretty mad at Richard. She must realize how he tricked her by now. Sounds like you've been having all kinds of fun down there. My project's been pretty uneventful, but I found something you might be interested in. Well, in a graveyard? <laughs> Hallie, psychoanalysis does not work on dead people. Oh, you are so funny. This isn't anything to do with your job. I know you used to be interested in tombstone engravings, so I thought you might recognize a symbol I found on a gravestone here. Now, can you fax me a sketch or a rubbing of it? I'm not anywhere near a fax right now. Is it okay if I just describe it to you? Oh, sure, just let me get a pencil here. Okay, go ahead. All right, well, it looks like a circle with three L-shaped lines that meet in the center, like the blades of a fan. Yeah. And they all go counterclockwise, and above the circle are the letters F-T. F-T. Well, the design sounds like a trisquille. It's a very old symbol, over 2,000 years old. What does it mean? It's the symbol of speed and time. Normally, it's represented by three bent legs rotating around a smiling face. But there are many stylized versions, like the one on the tombstone. Hmm. Do you have any idea why it would be on the tombstone of a mad barber? As a matter of fact, I do. I just remembered that I'd seen a stone like that in Innsmouth, Massachusetts. Your mad barber was a member of the Fraternitas Trinacria, more commonly known as the Brotherhood of the Trisquille. They were a fraternal society like uh, the Elks or the Shriners, only much smaller, of course. The group didn't make it to the 20th century. What happened to them? Oh, they were probably absorbed into a larger group, or they just didn't get enough new members to keep going. Well, that makes sense to me. Thanks, George. I owe you one. Well, you can take me to dinner when you come back. That should make up for the loss of my valuable time. It's a date, then. I'll take you to Manzoni's when I come back. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Goodbye, Hallie. Take care. Uh, yes, I need to make a collect call to London, please. Mark. Set. Set. Initiate baselines. Initiating EMF baselines. Baseline set and operating. All diagnostics show green and efficiency is optimal. How are the cameras and recorders, Bill? Uh, everything is functioning within acceptable parameters. Too bad there's nothing to see. Hmm. 
Janice, what's the status on the motion detectors and the infrared cameras? The cameras are fully operational and the detectors are adjusted and operational. Well, that's it then. We're ready. If there's anything out there, we'll get it. Who wants coffee? I'll have some. Me. We're going to have to be on our toes in case a ghoulie shows up. Matter of yeah. fact, bring me two cups of coffee. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll make a whole pot then. Don't eat all the pizza when it gets here. Good luck. Now, let's see here. Our next perimeter check is in half an hour and our next systems check is in one hour. Uh, Cliff, you take the first perimeter check and I'll do the systems check. All right. Since Janice is impaired, the three of us will do perimeter checks and Janice will do some extra systems checks. Sound good? Sure. By the way, where's Mr. Fleischer? <laughs> he leaves every day at five. The old dude needs his sleep. Okay, here's the coffee. Great. Mm, all right. Okay, I got some cups over here. Lots of sugar. Here, would you hand me yeah. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Pizza's here. All right. All right. Great. You can set that one right I'm here. I'm starving. All right. Here you go. Here. Same. Give me a hand with these. Here, Thanks. move this out of the way. Let's eat. Here we go. Go ahead and start with that one. Wow, it's still hot. Hey, it looks like everything's in good shape with the equipment. Good job, everyone. And we figured you wouldn't let us eat if we weren't done when you got back. No, I would have just made you eat the anchovy and pineapple pizza I bought. Ick. Mm. Anchovy and pineapple doesn't sound bad after all those other pizzas. Something's triggered the motion sensor. What area? Number four, northwest corner. Anything on the cameras, Bill? Uh, nada. What about the infrared? Nothing. I heard a noise. Something falling on the audio tape when I rewound it. There's a slight fluctuation in the EM field. Uh, but it's within normal baseline parameters. All right, it might have been a falling branch or something. Bill, why don't you go check it out? Okay. <clears throat> okay. And don't go through the other sections. I only want to recalibrate one. Okay. Okay, can you hear me? Roger, yeah. No monsters yet. <laughs> Any sign of what caused the alarm? Not yet since it's dark and all. Wait a minute, though. Are you sure the calibrations are correct? Yeah, I'm as sure as we can be. Damn it. We'll probably have to redo everything. Bill, come on back here. We've got a lot to do. Bill, quit screwing around. Answer me. Should we go after him? If this is one of his stupid gags, I'll beat him senseless. I'll kill him. I swear to God. Maybe he hurt himself. All right, you two go see what's keeping him. Okay, let's go for it. Well, John, maybe we finally found it. What do you mean, found it? Found what? The big case. The one that makes our academic reputations. Look, if this thing turns out big enough, we are set. If we can get some sort of manifestation on record. That's probably just Bill goofing off. Oh, Bill screws around, sure. But he wouldn't pull a stunt like this. I think something's happened. Well, maybe he's just trying to impress Dr. Brooks. Bill's just that kind of geek, and, well, Dr. Brooks is very attractive. Oh, maybe. But I still don't think he'd screw up all of our work. He's just not that dumb. Wait, isn't that him over there? Where? Over there, by the mausoleum. Maybe his walkie-talkie got turned off somehow. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he might be fixing something. Bill! Bill, what are you up to? Hey, Bill. Bill? Oh, my God. 
God. Oh, Jesus, he's, he's dead. He's oh, all cut up. God. Oh, Christ. Janice. Oh, my God. Janice, call the police right now. Oh. Tell Dr. Brooks that Bill's dead. What is that? I can't believe it. I don't know. John, the phone isn't working. Janice, Janice, I want you and Dr. Brooks to get in the van right now. Lock the doors and don't open them until we get there. Okay. Come on, Cliff. Come on, we gotta get back. Just like he did when he was alive. Cliff. Look at us up and leave us here. Cliff. Sooner or later, he's Cliff. gonna kill Come us all. You can be hysterical later. Come on, we gotta get going. Come on, okay. let's go. Okay, yeah. Come on. All right, let's go. came up pretty badly. Oh! Janice! Janice, you gotta stay calm. We've all gotta stay calm, okay? Now that we're all back together again, the first thing that we have to do is get out of here. Now, unfortunately, whoever messed with the phone also did a number on the cars. The nearest farm's about three miles from here. He wanted to leave the graveyard alive! Shut up, Cliff. You're not helping. That's enough. Cliff has a point there. Now, if there is a maniac loose in the graveyard, it wouldn't be very safe to go anywhere on foot. Maybe there's a phone in the caretaker's shed. We could call the sheriff from there. Sounds like a plan. I'll go see. No, didn't I just say it wasn't safe? No one goes anywhere alone. Not to the bathroom, not anywhere. John, you and I will go together to the shed. Cliff, you and Janice stay in the van and wait for us to come back. Do not open the doors unless you're certain that it's us. Got it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. All right. There's a phone in there. Why? No one can help us now. You can't kill a ghost. The sheriff will want to stick around and investigate, and that will be all she wrote. It can't be a ghost, Cliff. Ghosts don't kill people. Oh, really? What makes you so sure? Aren't there countless stories of people being killed by ghosts? But those aren't verified reports. So what? That doesn't mean it can't happen. We aren't going to survive because we can't do anything that'll hurt him. He's already dead. Stop it! Oh, oh, oh. Ah! Yes, hello, my name's Hallie Brooks. I'm at St. Agnes's Cemetery. I need to report, uh, Three deaths. We're gonna need uh, a couple ambulances out here. Yes, deaths. I don't know. Someone is out here killing us. Something's happened. What's going on? Please help us. We're at St. Agnes's Cemetery. John, no, wait for the cops. John, oh my God. John, are you all right? What the hell is going on? Who is that? Mr. Fleischer, is that you? No. No, not at the moment. Mr. Fleischer, it's me, Dr. Brooks. What's going on here? I told you. He's gone. I remain to finish the work. 
Uh, you, you are the last. And what? then I shall be free. Free as the others are free. Blood. Fresh blood to empower me. I will be a god. And you shall help me. No, Mr. Fleischer. Mr. Fleischer, you've got to come back. You're obviously ill. You are not Jonathan Kreutzer. He died a long, long time ago for killing a woman with a razor. You are a groundskeeper at the cemetery. Snap out of it! You are right, my darling. I am not Jonathan Kreutzer, the mad barber. But I am not Fleischer either. I am a lord of the outer dark. From now until the beginning of time. Yes, you are pretty. Perhaps I shall take your face back with me into the void. Then I will. Something to remember you by. Such soft skin. Mr. Fletcher, stop it now. You're very sick. I Look, I don't want to hurt you. Ah, he is the only one you will hurt, my sweet. For I am using his carcass as a child uses a man. And I was in the Fredonia karate team. Jesus, let's get the hell out of here before he wakes no, up. No, wait, wait, wait. We should tie him up so he doesn't cause any more trouble. Okay, I guess you're right. Oh, my God, he's gone! Way. Well, I don't see him. Do you?
But this one, this one was foolish. Now he's dying. Dying, can't you see? You're just wasting my time. Well, then I'll just have to kill your puppet. You're going to have an interesting scar, John. Yeah. Another quarter inch, and I would have bled to death. Well, you'll be good as new once the ribs heal, the concussion goes away, your throat oh, heals. Oh, don't make me laugh. It hurts. How are you? Oh, some abrasions and lacerations, mostly. I got lucky. So did I. Thanks for saving my life. I just wish I could have saved everyone else. Yeah. Well, I have to go straight down some more stuff at the consulate, and then I'm catching the red eye back to Maine. Already? Aren't you going to rest or, or something? No. I'm very curious about the barber's story. Some of the things he said seem very odd. I'm, I want to go look them up. You think, you think he was really possessed? I don't know, maybe. I've always been a skeptic, but that voice was so... Unnatural? Well, that could have been faked by a simple electronic device. Well, what about the fact that I had to practically pulp in his skull to keep him from getting up again? PCP? Lots of drugs? Did it seem like he was on drugs to you? I'm not saying I think it was faked. But everyone who wasn't there will. Well, let them believe what they want. I'm going to find out what's really going on here. Go get them. What are you going to do after you get out of here? Take an old friend up on an offer. He said I could go live with him in Japan. I think I'll learn some more martial arts. I need a confidence booster. Don't be hard on yourself, John. I'm sure if he hadn't been possessed, you would have wiped the floor with him. <laughs> If he hadn't been possessed, none of this would have happened. How true. Well, I've got to go now. You take care of yourself. Have fun in Japan. You too. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. God forbid. Goodbye, John. Goodbye. You have been committed. To Hayward Sanitarium. Written, directed, and produced by Matthew Bocco and David Johnson. Executive producer, Tony Brewer. Engineering and Foley team led by John Weber and Richard Fish, including Dan McDevitt, John Duval, 
Lara Britton, Tony Brewer, and Doug Black. Featuring Alexandra Ofterheide, Joel Marsh, Warren Lewis, Mike Price, Cheryl Damron, Karen Atkins, Tony Brewer, and Russ Levitt. Studio facilities provided by Lodestone Productions and Mark Hood. Copyright 1993. Hayward Sanitarium is a last-minute production.